Welcome everyone to episode 72 of the Missing Pieces podcast. I'm not gonna do the intro today because we all know the intro is a lie. This podcast is not about Lego and we're gonna talk more about that in the future. Instead, for today's episode, we're gonna discuss something that hopefully you've already noticed, at least if you're watching this, and that is the new video setup. Hopefully this looks better than any other episode that I've ever done because I paid a lot of money for it to look better than any episode that I've ever done. In fact, if you go back to like the very beginning of this, I was using like a $40 webcam or something like that and I've progressively tried getting better and better, something that I try to do throughout my life, but especially when it comes to video and audio equipment because that's like my passion. In fact, I probably spend more, well it's not probably, I definitely spend more time watching videos about cameras, lenses, uh, cell phone cameras, audio, stuff like that, way more than Lego stuff which kind of ties into what I was talking about there in the beginning. But nonetheless, I did upgrade my setup this week. This is actually my new streaming setup, which is also what I use for these podcasts. And I was reluctant to really dump the money into it that I did, but I feel like I use this enough between doing our live streams we do every day. I do mobile Patreon streams each week and then Missing Pieces, of course, which has been going on for a very long time now and will continue to go on for a very long time. Maybe not in its its current uh, form, but again, we'll talk more about that in the future. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to build the hype up with you guys. Not really as much that as I'm trying to figure out what the future holds for me. So, man, I feel like, <laughs> like mystery here. I kind of like that though. But back to the camera. Let's keep this on, on point here. The camera that I upgraded to was a Sony a6400 with a Sigma 16 millimeter 1.4 lens on it. So you're gonna get that very crisp look here. Autofocus is on point. In fact, that's the reason I'm keeping it. I have it all worked out perfectly. And the lens that it's on, it is like the perfect focal length for where I'm sitting at. And it creates that nice blurry background in, in behind me here, which I think is fantastic. This is a, camera that a lot of streamers use. And I just kind of, I, I went with the flow after doing like a ton of research. This is what I decided to go for. So some of you guys that are aspiring to do this or something similar to this, if you're just looking for a pretty decent camera, this is the one. And I, I chose this mainly because it has a clean HDMI out, which essentially means that if I hook this to my computer, which is what it is now, no, none of the stuff comes up on the screen that you would see on the back of a camera. Whereas Canon, unfortunately, doesn't have that. So I was always having to manually focus that camera. In fact, I, I'm not gonna grab it because I'm hurting. And we're gonna be talking about that here this week as well, for real. Uh, but this just seems like the perfect thing. I dumped about $1,400 on this between the camera and the lens. And for me, that is, that's just an investment. And some of you guys are like, dude. And I say that because you can live stream, you can make a video like this with literally anything. People will watch it. If your audio is decent, which I hopefully my audio is good. I don't plan to make any changes with that. Hopefully the audio sounds nice and crispy and there's no problems there, but there's always room for upgrading there as well. I've, I've seen things, I've watched videos, but you don't need like anything expensive to sit down and make a podcast or to make a YouTube video or whatever. If you have a phone that shoots in 720p, and you've got enough light on you and you're, you're not shaking the camera around and stuff, you can make a video. It may not be the best, but it doesn't need to be. You can build yourself up. For me, I've been doing this long enough. I'm doing this professionally. This actually earns income. In fact, like this camera will more than pay for itself. It's just gonna take a little bit of time and it's a business expense. So it's like all those things make a lot of sense, but I don't think that you need to focus on equipment right away if you're just getting started. But for me, I feel like it's a good investment. It, it'll make this look better. And uh, that's important to me. It's really important. So. I'm happy about that. So that like, that was a good thing. We, last week we talked about a lot of like setbacks and things that, that really didn't go my way. And this week, oh my goodness, literally the day after I put this out or the day this came out, the day after I recorded it, cause I do these on Saturday now, cause I take Sunday off. I just sit back and Greg is relaxing. Maybe, <laughs> I wish. Uh, Sunday. I decided that I was gonna do a vid for the patrons because someone requested that I show the Bricktech backlog, where it stands today. And I was like, okay, cool. I, I think that'd be fun to do because I wanted to reorganize my shelf anyway, which uh, the shelf is right over here. If you're listening to this, I'm sorry for like the entire first part of this because none of this makes a difference to you other than you're probably just here to hear me like discuss whatever's happening. And this is all happening. So the backlog, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna make this video. I, I came down. I charged up my microphone on my, my Canon camera, which I would show you, but I don't have it with me right now. But it's one of those microphones that goes on top of the camera and it like points out, it's a shotgun mic. 
and I was like, okay, I'm gonna charge that up. Got the camera battery good to go. Let's let's film this thing. And I did. I per, I proceeded to film about 33 minutes of me literally going through every single set in the backlog, talking about how I got it, where I got it, if I knew it, or like how inexpensive it was, like the deal that I got, and taking it all off the shelf and just really going all in for these guys, just showing them everything. And I was so happy with it. Like it was like a one take video. There was no problems. I, it was it was flawless. At the end, I, I thanked them and gave them appreciation for everything they've done for me. And it was just like, it was just such a real video and it's, it's exactly what I thrive on or, or strive for here on YouTube. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna go edit that right now and I'll have it out because we're gonna watch Super Bowl Sunday night. So I was like, ah, you know, I'll let this upload while we're watching that. I go to edit it or at least to put it in iMovie so I can export it. You could probably guess where this is going. I had no audio and I was absolutely devastated. Like the worst thing that can happen to you as a YouTuber is you film a video, especially one that you can't necessarily redo like an unboxing or a mail video and you forget to turn your microphone on or the microphone doesn't record and that happened to me. And I knew that there was a chance this happening because occasionally when I charge that microphone that I use, I've had it quit on me for a clip. So what I did is before I recorded the backlog episode, I shot a little clip where I just did like an audio test. I'm like, hey, is this audio recording? And it was, and I was like, okay, cool, no problems. The second clip, nothing. In fact, there was a couple different times I reset the camera, nothing. I don't know if it's one of the situations where you have to turn the camera off and turn it back on because this microphone that I'm using currently is one that's powered by the camera. I used to use one that you have to turn on every single time you use the camera. And that is just a recipe for disaster. You don't want that. You don't want that in your life where you have to remember to turn two things on. You wanna flip a switch and you want everything to work. In this case, it didn't. And uh, I was so heartbroken over that. Like you can imagine, like all of my stuff was off of the backlog. I did not have it in my heart to be like, all right, let's just pretend this never happened, put it all back up and reshoot it. So I was like, well, I've got two options here. I can, just put it out with like no audio, maybe put some music, but that would be kind of sucky. So I decided that I'd sit down here and make uh, lemonade out of my lemons and I do a 33 minute voiceover on what's in my backlog. So I kind of remembered as I was pulling stuff off, I remembered what I was talking about for the most part. So I could kind of just, just kind of go with the flow. There's some cases where previous Greg was talking way too long about a set and I'm like, I don't know what he's saying. So I did my best and the Patreon peeps, they were pretty stoked that that I'd put that much effort into it, I think, or they appreciated it. Cause as soon as I was done, I, I posted her discord. I'm like, you're not gonna believe the, the failure here. And I could, you know, I think you can feel for someone, even if you've never made a video in your life or you've never done anything like where you've created like that, you, you, you know what it's like when you go to make something and you feel like you did this epic job and it just did not turn out. Maybe you're a, a chef and you put all the ingredients in to a recipe or you thought you did and then when it pops out of the oven, everything is bad. That's, that's what I was feeling and I was super bummed out about it. But after I did the voiceover, it, like, it, it rejuvenated me and I felt good, uh, somewhat good again. Not quite as good as the original take because it was so much better, but you gotta make do and this could be a lesson to all of us in life. You know, when, when bad things happen, you can decide to sit there and be upset about it. You can kick stones or whatever, or you can be like, what can I do to resolve this? And nothing is, outside of death, nothing is like something that can't be undone, right? Unless you like are convicted of a crime and you go to jail, that's hard to get out of, especially if you did it. But I, I don't know where this is going. <laughs> Maybe we should just talk about Lego. What do you guys think about those City 2021 sets? No, we're not gonna resort to that. But that was that was something. Uh, so we had a little bit of a setback there. And then you guys know about the previous setback from last week, if you follow every one of these episodes, which I demand that you do. Bar Attacked was supposed to be done this week. It was supposed to be a flawless victory with them coming in and fixing the piece that they messed up, which they did. And I was like, okay, cool, we're all good. I'm gonna call the guy that's doing the plumbing to put in the, uh, you know, the, the faucet and the sink and all that and get it all hooked up so we can run water down here because that's the next step. So I call the dude and I'm like, hey, dude, let's let's get this done. And he's like, do you have the faucet there? And I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure that's what the kitchen place. He's like, well, you should probably call them. I'm like, okay, we'll do, no problem. I call him and I'm like, hey, uh, so I need my faucet and my, my stuff to get this all done. And they're like, now, uh, do you have the email that's that shows where we were talking about the faucet? And I'm like, yeah, pretty sure I do. And I looked at the email and then immediately my heart sank because I saw where she had talked about the faucet and told me the price, which I was cool with. And then right in the same email, she starts talking about sinks. 
and we talked about whether I wanted a stainless steel sink or like a, a dark stone sink. And I was like, I want the, I want anything black that I can get. So uh, the conversation shifted from faucets to sinks and I didn't think much of it. I'm not in the business of selling people kitchen stuff. I don't have a checklist of things that I should probably have checked off before I have this all done and make someone pay for, for their thing. You know, especially considering a, a faucet, it may be, you know, maybe something that you want in your, in your kitchen area, right? At least some of us have faucets, I would think. And uh, yeah, immediately when I saw that, I knew what happened and I talked to her on the phone. I'm like, we, we never really verified the faucet thing. And she's like, well, I have here that you were gonna reuse your old faucet. And I was like, what part of the conversation that we had at any point in time led you to believe that I liked anything out of Baratect or the sink area? Like I wasn't like, you know, this whole thing is hideous, but you know one thing that I'm gonna keep are those crystal knobs that are on the faucet back there in that ugly faucet handle. No, so it was, it was just a small crisis. She showed me some new samples and I got one that I think is like absolute fire. In fact, it's, it's, it's a like black satin or something like that. It looks really cool. So it's actually better than the original one I looked at. Just kind of set us back a week. So she called me the other day, said that's in stock. The installer guy, hopefully he's going to give me a call. We all know how installer people are. And uh, sorry if you are an installer. We're going to talk about that and listener feedback. Uh, he's coming this week, I'm assuming, to took that up. And everything should be right with the world. But the new piece is in. Everything else is good. And this really made me like really question my future because like I had this dream of someday, like maybe when Clark's gets a little bit older or, or whatever, like if, if the right thing comes up, I'd really love to get an old farmhouse, like in a, in a place not too far from us here. I like kind of like the area picked out. I'm just waiting for the right house. So I want a place that has, you know, like a, a bigger old style farmhouse, lots of land. I don't want any neighbors. I want to be able to like look outside. I don't want to see anybody. I want to be able to walk outside naked and not have people call the cops on me anymore. So uh, that's like my life goal. But with these two little things that we've done, I, I like without knowing how to do things yourself, which I know way more about cameras and lighting and, uh, and Lego than I do about how to install a countertop. But I could probably learn it because I am also very fluent in YouTube, YouTube and ease. Uh, I don't know how to install uh, doors. And we find that even with these simple installations that we've done these past few weeks, just how difficult it is for someone to one, show up on time and two, to do it properly. Like these things you would think be no problem. What happens when you get this old farmhouse and you're like, yeah, I wanna do this, I wanna do this, I wanna do this, I wanna do this, and that's complicated and this is even harder. What happens when you get into that mess? And I feel like that could be like nightmare fuel. The only resolution that I think could come is if we find this place, what I would do is try to purchase it while still living here and make all these moves while we're still living in this house before we, we commit to that. Uh, so that's, you know, that's something. And like the one thing that was kind of holding me back from a really rural property and something that kind of came up when we got this place was like, what am I gonna do by internet? That's very important to me. I need to be able to stream. I need to be able to have fast uploads. I need all this stuff. But now like I'm seeing all these videos about Starlink. It's this new satellite internet service. It's like basically as fast as cable internet is almost. And I'm like, wow. That was the only thing that was really constricting me to living in a certain location. And when they really get this underway, this is, uh, I think, done by SpaceX. Elon Musk you may have heard of him. Uh, it could be like a game changer for me and I could live wherever. So if we could live super rural and I could still make my live streams with you guys, I think that would be amazing. So you never know. You don't know what the future holds. I'm definitely, like, even though we bought this house a year ago, I'm still looking at the real estate market because if that property comes up where I could essentially do Greg's farm, <laughs> Maybe like the second half of my life becomes me just like I've talked about this like a part of me as much as I'm tied into all this stuff and I love technology and everything part of me wants to just one day just be like Phoosh! I'm out going off grid maybe not totally off grid like I don't, I don't necessarily need to have solar panels or whatever but like keep it like keep it simple right. I think some of us probably think about that sometimes, like how tied you are into social media or you're checking things all the time or you're uploading 17 YouTube videos a day to your multiple YouTube channels and it's pretty much uh, controls <laughs> your entire life, but you love it, so it makes it even worse. Yeah, we've been there. And uh, maybe someday old Greg, older Greg, I should say, I'm already getting pretty old. Uh, maybe maybe he'll pull the plug and we'll just we'll just be out there. But never never fear. I feel like video making is always going to be a part of my life because it's my passion, and I always have some hobby that I'm like I'm going to share this because what I always say. What do I always say, guys? If we were all sitting here, I could have you like say it back to me. But we're not here together. If you have a hobby, you have a YouTube channel because no matter how weird you are, 
even if that thing that you're into is like super niche or niche, there's somebody else out there that's into it too. In fact, the more, the more narrow you get, the more likely it is that you'll be successful in it, you know, because if you do all kinds of crap, like I do, people find you for one thing. They're like, ah, I don't really like this other crap this guy's into. Uh, but then if you like, if all you do is that thing, you're into that one thing, you have, you have a big chance of success. Even though there's a smaller market, you have a big chance of success. That's me uh, motivating you guys uh, to start a YouTube channel even when uh, maybe none of you actually want to, but I think that's okay because that's it's my job, right? I try to, what I try to do is take my excitement for something and I feel like excitement and passion is contagious because I could take somebody that's, and this is, I think, the art of being a good salesman too. People that are good salespeople, not salesmen, but salespeople, I think are excited about the thing they sell and they can, they, they can transfer that excitement to other people and get them excited as well. That's how you're good at it. Unless you're like a, a sleazeball, like used car salesman or something where you're just trying to screw someone over. But that's certainly not my intention for you starting a, a YouTube channel. I just, I'm, I'm excited about it and I want you to be as well. And uh, as my life goes on, I think there's going to be all these different things. At least that's what I have in my mind where I get excited about it and we, we try things out and stuff. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm very optimistic about the future. In a time where I know it's hard to be optimistic about anything, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling it right now. So that's kind of like I think. Well, I was gonna say that was the only setbacks this week. Oh my god, this this podcast is literally turning into how my life is going wrong, and I, I don't want that. I don't want you guys to be like, man, Greg, all, all you do is complain. But no, I'm just, I'm kind of just talking about things that happened. But this next thing that happened this week, and if you were on my morning streams on Brick Tech Live, you already know about this. But uh, I had a I had an accident this week, not in a car, thankfully. It was worse. It was on a saucer, which is a, a circular sled uh, that, that Clark rides all the time. If you watched our videos, you see this blue saucer that Clark's sailing around our backyard in. And I was out shooting a vlog or whatever, and he's, he's like, Dad, go down this hill that I made, or like he made like a path. And I was like, all right, man, let me do it. And I hand him the camera, totally fine. I thought this would be a funny way to send everybody out for the day. And... Uh, I go down this hill, which had been ice from snow that it was there before. We've had snow in our backyard since before Christmas. Like, it's just never melted, which is weird for Pennsylvania. It might be this global cooling thing that's happening. Uh, but then it snowed on top of that, which had, like, a fresh powder. And maybe if you're a skier, you priority predicted what's, what's happened. But I went down it just sending it, like, full sail down this hill. And I spun on the saucer. And our entire yard fortunately and unfortunately, is surrounded by fence. The old the old neighbors, not the old neighbors, the old owners, they would use it to keep their dog in. I use it to keep my dog in and my chickens in sometimes. And every about every six feet, there's a, there's a giant green metal post that goes down that keeps the fence in line. And I happened to spin and my, uh, I, I stopped myself on one of those posts. My, my, literally my whole side, which is super painful even to this day. This happened maybe like Wednesday. I think it, I hit the post right here on my back and it was excruciating. Hit me right in the ribs, like the worst spot. If you're listening to this, it's like if you were to go down your chest and go like right over to your side, like if you were to get like your side rib is where we're talking about here. I got hit and instantly I was just like, oh, my foot hit the fence too. And my boot that I was wearing like the, the lace or like the thing that accepts the lace, like the metal part, got stuck in the fence as well. So my my foot's actually stuck in the fence right along with me. And I'm laying there and it was so painful. It was awful. And the, the only thing that really saved it was Clark Man filmed it. I haven't watched the, the it back yet. Clark, he's, he's not the best filmer, but I think maybe we got it on video. Which is is I, I can't I don't want to relive it, but it's gonna be a really amazing vlog. I feel like uh, that's what you think as a content creator, like oh this terrible thing happened to me. Hey, at least we got it on video, you know. Uh, but Clark comes running down and then he falls. <laughs> he falls and the camera's laying there. I'm laying there. It was awful. So that night, this this I should say I've been injured before in the ribs. A similar situation. We had a pig at one point named Pork Chop. Uh, it was it was a situation where a friend and I'm gonna I'll tell you the story of pork chop. This is from years ago. There's some videos in Greg's world. A friend and I we were thinking about doing like this homesteading thing, which I'm still kind of like as you can tell I'm still processing a little bit. 
and he's like, hey, I, we, I saw this guy selling these pigs like really cheap. What do you think about going like halves on it and like we'll raise it up and then eventually once she gets big enough, we'll, uh, we'll slaughter her. And me at the time, I was like, yeah, that'd be really cool. Like, I, I think it'd be cool to raise our own meat. It'd be organic or whatever, you know, when, well, at least not, it wouldn't be organic because that's a, like, that's a qualifier or whatever. It, it'd be more like natural. There'd be no like crap put into her, ideally. Uh, so we, we got the pig, brought her home. I actually kept her in, in his truck at work for like half a day. Then I brought her home and I made like a, a house for her out of pallets and stuff. And I bought a ton of pig food and over the winter, she slowly and surely started getting bigger and bigger. And one, one of those days, I'll tell, I guess I'll tell you the end story of, of uh, pork chop, as I called her. Uh, she, eventually she got so big and we got so much snow that she escaped her fence. And she was like the friendliest animal you could ever imagine. She came right down to our door. She loved Roxy Bear. And like I would pet her and she was like super sweet, but very powerful. Like I had steel toe boots on and she could like chew. She was like chewing them like raw. It's you don't want to mess with pigs, but man, they love to eat. And I would take, we'd have at work, we'd have leftovers, even at home, we'd have all these leftovers and they, I'd bring them home and we would dump them up there. And she was just like, <laughs> just like gobbling this stuff down. And I got all this straw and she'd be in there. And I remember like the days I would go up and you could watch the videos are way back on Greg's world. Um, I would go up there and she would see me coming and she would just pop up and come running down. Super social animals. And I, like when she started escaping, I was like, I, what am I gonna do to keep her in the fence? Like she figured out a way to get out as an electric fence. And I was like, we, this isn't manageable anymore. So what I ended up doing was I, I put an ad on Craigslist for her and I was like, you know, I can't keep this pig anymore. I can't kill her, I can't slaughter her. She's, she's a pet basically, but I, this, this isn't sustainable. So this, uh, this older gentleman came with a friend of his and it was so sad because she was like, she followed me right to the guy's truck and we lifted her up in there and they drove off and probably did the same exact thing that Steve and I were planning to do, which was uh, to, to slaughter her. Uh, but I, I kind of regret that. I, I wonder what life would have been like if I kept her and she became like the 600 pound behemoth in our backyard. Would have been really interesting. Maybe someday I can make it right, but... Um, I, it, it sucked. I should, I shouldn't have gotten involved in that. And I'm not a person like I, I'm not, I, I should have known from the beginning. I could never, I couldn't kill our pig. I couldn't kill a pet. Like, obviously I have chickens. I would never like eat one of my chickens, even in like really hard times. I, I, I'd be, I guess if it was starvation, I'd you'd be like, well, we got to do what we got to do. Uh, but I am a hypocrite because I do eat ham. I'll eat bacon. I do eat chicken. I eat uh, 47 chicken nuggets in a live stream. Uh, but maybe I shouldn't, right? Like it's, it's kind of hypocritical, right? Like, like if you can't do the deed yourself and you can't face the music, why can you go in a grocery store and just pick up a package and be like, Oh, ham, you know, let's put this in the cart. It's, it's, you're so separated from it that it, it becomes a thing. Like you don't even really recognize that that was, that was once an animal. And may, you know, maybe we should become vegetarian, maybe vegan, you know, I'm probably getting people fired up. It's one of those things that I think you talk about and it's very polarizing. You know, people, people have their opinions and stuff and whatever yours is more power to you. You know, if you if you eat nothing but meat, if you eat nothing but vegetables, I love you either way. And I hope everyone else can, can, can keep it cool. If, if anybody comments such things, I think we're all cool here, right? Like the people listen to this, if you're, if you're this deep into this podcast, I feel like we're, we're people. We're like, we're, you know, you're my people, I should say. Or I'm your people, maybe. But yeah, the whole, where was I going with the, the pig story? Oh, I was talking about how, it was the very long way of saying the first time I hurt my ribs and the way that they're hurt now. I was carrying water in a jug up to a pork chop. It was in a, like a gallon jug with an open top and I'm walking up there. And it's kind of on a hill, but I have a path kind of in the snow and it's very icy. So I'm walking along and then I slip sideways like this with, the hand that I was holding the water in going down first on that side. And I literally fell onto the jug. The jug went, hit the ground and then hit into my side and just blew up my ribs. And it was awful going back down to the house. And I remember at the time, and this is all coming back to me now. I remember at the time, like we're, I, I sneezed and it was like, it was days later I sneezed and it was like the worst thing that ever happened to me. Cause like your body constricts and your, your lungs are like doing that. And uh, I remember we were watching Key and Peele, which is a show on Comedy Central. And there was this one scene that got me laughing so hard. And I, I just, I did not want to laugh because, because my ribs hurt so bad. But it was so funny, I couldn't resist. I'm like, stop, stop. But it was, it was good. It's good memories now, looking back. But now I'm kind of in the same boat. Like that night, I came in and I sat on the recliner. Luckily, I fell asleep 
because uh, I was pretty exhausted from the day, but I was just in so much pain. And that night, sleeping was pretty tough. But then the next day I got up and I felt pretty good. I was like, dude, all right, that was just a false alarm. Like, we're good to go here. Did my stuff, no problems. That night I went to bed and it was a nightmare. Like, I, I can only sleep on my back. And to this day right now, like last night I slept on the recliner again. I can only sleep on my back if I want to move at all. And I'm not the type of person that just stays still all night. Like, I sometimes sleep on my side, on my stomach. I, usually, I don't rarely sleep on my back. And... I just, anytime I moved, like I was like yelling out in pain, like I actually woke Cody up. Uh, so I was like, I'm, I'm just going to go downstairs. And uh, I, I, it was like two o'clock and I just sat there for like three hours watching YouTube videos, which is great. I really enjoyed it. And then I ended up falling asleep for a bit on the recliner. And then Clark Mann came down and sat with me uh, when he got up and uh, it was rough. And I'm still feeling it today. Like my whole side, they're starting to become a, like a yellow bruise where you can literally see the side of the, I'm saying the word literally a lot. I've cut out pretty cool. Can I cut out literally? It's unnecessary. There's a bruise on my side. You can see like where the fence post just walloped me. It's yellow today. It's kind of like yellow. And it's, I think it's probably going to be one of those ones that kind of like turns green and stuff. <laughs> but it hurts like a mother. Like my back kind of hurts. My rib hurts. It hurts when I breathe. It hurts It, it hurts when I move. It, I get like, it's almost like a, a fire. Like there's like a fire going on in there. And that was unlike the last time. This feels like when I move the wrong way or when I like cough or breathe heavy, heavily, it's just like a fire happens instantly. And I don't know what it is. I probably cracked something or whatever. And I don't think there's much you can do about it. I haven't gone to the hospital or the doctor or anything. In fact, I don't even have a doctor because uh, I haven't gone in forever as much as I probably think it'd be maybe good to get a doctor. Anything that I have go wrong, I just go to like the urgent care and I'm like, hey, I, I stepped on a rusty nail or I got... Uh, attacked by a snake. I don't know. I'm just making things up. Luckily, everything's been pretty good and healthy so far. Uh, but this rib thing kind of sucks and I'm, I'm still kind of dealing with it right now. But, you know, it eventually go away. It's just, it, it kind of hampered this week a little bit. Uh, but I do think that is the last of the, the bad things that happened this week. We can move on to something really cool that happened. Something, something else that happened this week that was not bad. Certainly wasn't really cool. Clark Man, the man, the myth, the legend, he did something this week that uh, we knew was coming, but it finally happened, and that was he lost a tooth. He uh, <laughs> he had this loose tooth for a while, and he was always, he's wiggling it, and I was wiggling it in the live stream the day that he lost it. And the, the story of how he lost it is the fun part, because we had eaten lunch, and we had tomato soup. And I don't, many of you maybe have kids, or your kids yourself, and when you eat soup, things get a little messy, and you have tomato soup all over your face, right? Because... That's just how you eat soup. You just get it all over the over the place. And I, I was like, Clark, come on out here and I'll wipe your face off. So I got a paper towel and I got it wet. And he came over and he was like, most people you think when you wipe their face, they, they'd be like this, like with their mouth shut and you would wipe around. No, Clark's like, like that for some reason. And as I wipe his face, he goes, ow. And I'm like, what? And I see all his blood. Uh, they, his tooth caught on the paper towel and it came out on the paper towel. And we got it. And uh, it was bleeding like crazy. And I was like, dude, are, is this supposed to bleed this much? It's been, what, 25 years probably since I lost the tooth. So I got some more wet paper towels and I had it in his mouth. And eventually it stopped. And then he was like all just excited about this. It was He said it was his, the best day of his life uh, because he lost his tooth and we had it. And uh, it was it was wild because I actually got it on video. Of like all the things that happened this week, I somehow, somehow recorded it. Like I didn't think we'd be recording his tooth coming out. In fact... Uh, we did have an idea, though, someone gave us where we should tie a string around it, and we might do this for the next one, and take an RC truck and drive away with the tooth attached and see if we can make a like a cool viral video out of that. So there's always more teeth to lose, but this one came out like that. I got it on video. It'll be in a vlog this week, so you guys have like the sneak peek, sneak preview. And now he has he has no tooth on the bottom right here. And uh, it's just wild. It's, it's crazy, like, how quickly time goes and, like, the where we're heading and where we've been and to think that I remember when those tooth those tooths I remember when those tooths comes in and now those tooths are falling out it's crazy it's crazy and it's just like time is passing and it makes me feel like really really kind of sad but also really excited um my kids growing up and you just I guess the lesson that I try to take from it is you got to appreciate every day you got to and fully embrace every day and I try to do that through the world of video I'm like what are we doing today that, that we can make exciting? And we, tr we try to share that with you guys. 
but it's it's just crazy. He's he's a toothless boy. Uh, next topic here. It's no real segue here. Uh, let's talk about. Uh, let's go from teeth to gaming. I want to talk about gamer attack. Do you guys know that I have like a gaming channel and I haven't done much there? I feel like I talked about before. Like I I try to balance four plates on my two hands, or maybe I'm juggling and I can never fully get that fourth one to stay there. I can do like. I can do Lego videos and I can do vlogs, no problem. I, you know, I, I could run around like this with these plates on my hands. Then you start introducing daily live streams. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna balance that one. I'll bounce it up in the air a little bit. And then it's like, hey, you also have this gaming channel. I'm like, oh, that one just crashed the floor. Spaghetti and meatballs rolling everywhere. Yeah, so I was like, I, I really wanna get back into gaming. And I got the PlayStation 5 recently, which is it's, it's back back here behind that chair a little bit. And we haven't been playing with it much, but I wanted to find like a good headset because I'm like, I, I do want to make this a part of my life going forward. And I I got a Razer headset. I'm going to make this brief because I don't think many people care, but I'll talk about what I found to be the best headset for PlayStation 5. Got a Razer headset. It was the Black Shark V2. Sound, sounded okay. Microphone supposedly really good, but it didn't have in-ear monitoring, which is where you can hear yourself in the headphones. Some people don't like this, but I do because when you have something over your ears, like go like this and try talking once, it's very hard to like know how loud you're being or how quiet you're being or just what you're saying and how you're saying it. I don't like it. I need to be able to hear it. So I wanted these Arctis, Arctis Steel Series 7P headset. Or it's Steel Series Arctis 7P is what it's called. And it was $150, but it was sold out everywhere. So I'm like, oh, Sugar Shack. But then I saw the Sony Pulse ones come into stock. And both of these headsets have in-ear monitoring. So I'm like, okay, I'll try the Sony branded ones. And I did a live stream this week where I played some Rocket League. I think, in fact, I'm going to do an, uh, like a highlight video because something really cool happened in that. But uh, people said the microphone was garbage. They didn't like it at all. It sounded like I was talking in a tin can. So I'm like, okay, that's fine because I have the other ones coming like a day later, two days later. Happened actually the day that, that I got hurt. Uh, so I got these other ones and eventually once I was feeling a little better, I came down and tried them out and audio wise Incredible sounds way better than any other headset that I've used Of course, I haven't used like a $300 headset or I don't know how expensive they go But this is I, I would say maybe twice as expensive as the one I typically use Sounded amazing because has like this 3d audio that Sony somehow works out and then the microphone, I, I think, sounds better than what the other one does. I need to go back and listen to it to see, but I think this is going to be my headset. Like, It has perfect in-ear monitoring. You can adjust it to how loud and quiet you want the external sounds to be and your voice to be, which is fantastic. Am I saying which is fantastic now instead of which is pretty cool? Stop it. No filler words. I don't need to tell you how good it is. Can't you tell by how I'm telling you? <laughs> Greg talks to himself, episode one. So I'm going to stick with those and return the, the Sony Pulse ones to Best Buy. It was nice having both, and maybe I should do a video, because I'm not sure if anyone has done it yet, where they compare the both of them and they say very clearly why they prefer which one over which one. Uh, and for me, it'd be specifically because of what they call side tone or the in-ear monitoring, which you can hear yourself. Can you tell that I love audio stuff? I love tech. I love this stuff. Uh, but I just wanted to share that because that's something that I was doing. And speaking of streaming, I'm thinking about moving my gaming streams to Twitch just to I'm not, not really satisfied with like YouTube streaming that much for a variety of reasons, which I won't get into too much here, but I was thinking like, maybe I'll go over to Twitch, which I've tried before. I've streamed over there with, with Brick Tech Live. I streamed a couple times and my gaming streams I've sent over there, but I, I was discouraged because I went from having like, you know, like, like 25 people or 50 people watching us, depending on what game we're playing to having like 10, Five, twelve, and it was like, dang, all my audience is on YouTube. That's where I should stay. But for where I'm at right now, mentally, I'm thinking like for at least the gaming stuff, especially if I go into it pretty hard, I'd really like to move that to a different platform to get as much off of YouTube as I can. And I feel like being that that is a place where gaming happens and people are seeking out gaming, I feel like that makes sense. I've debated whether to move BrickTech Live to Twitch because YouTube does a terrible job of like promoting live streams. And pe most people don't go to YouTube for live streams. You come here to watch an edited video. In fact, this is pushing the limit of YouTube. People don't come to YouTube typically to watch an hour long video. You want something short, snappy, maybe maybe five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. You want it to be wildly entertaining. You don't want to just sit and listen to somebody talk. Like this, this, this is tough. And you can tell from the views on this, if you go back through all of the episodes, this isn't really what my audience is looking for here, ideally. But the people that are looking for it, I think they really love it. And uh, obviously, you can listen to this outside of YouTube as well, which kind of skews the numbers. But like, I, I really think that 
maybe trying Twitch for various things in the future may, might be a good idea. But I'm kind of split on it. I do like, I, I feel, I just feel like it would do better there. Like if I have a Brickatech live stream where I'm just sitting and chatting or whatever, like Friday, Clark and I, we're, we're just eating cereal and, and talking to people. YouTube, like no one's going to find that on YouTube. Like no one probably found my live streaming channel just through a regular search. It's all people that found it through Brickatech or wherever else I've linked it or whatever or promoted it. On Twitch though, you can just click on a category like just chatting and you can see a whole slew of people that are doing exactly what we're doing. I mean, close to that. I mean, they may not be sitting eating Frosted Flakes for breakfast and hanging out, but it's a place where if people are looking for that type of content, they can go there and they can they can chill. And what I like about Twitch is that it, it's, it really, I, I feel like people there really do a great job of supporting the creators that they love to watch. And I, I see it all the time and I'm just like, that seems to be the place where you should stream at. But my audience is on YouTube, so it's a very difficult thing to manage. I might start experimenting with it. Maybe we'll just do like a stream over there every once in a while, see how it goes, see what the difference is, see what the audience is like. Again, like it's one thing having an audience, but maybe you can build a whole new audience. And especially if that audience is people that are looking directly for that thing that you're trying to do. So I'm weighing some things out here. I'm trying to figure out which direction I want to go. The next maybe uh, three months, three to six months are going to be very very formative for my future here on on YouTube with a lot of things like once Clarkman goes to school uh, which we're considering having go in the fourth quarter my life changes quite a bit and the direction that I'm going could change quite a bit as well so we'll see how that goes again I'll I'll talk more about this as I have it planned out in the future because I, I don't want to jump the gun on anything that I'm really thinking uh, before I really have it really planned out and I'm gonna share it with you know my, my family and my friends and we're gonna We'll see what's what's best for me and what's what what the future where the future goes. The nice thing about the future is that it can be changed at any point. You can you can you you can zig and then you can zag if you need to, no problem. But we won't we'll we'll save that from this episode. Now we need to kind of, oh I do want to share one other thing before we get into viewer feedback or listener feedback. I want to share the cool idea of the week, and this wasn't my idea. This was Jenny from Patreon. She had this idea that all of the Patreon detectors and myself we should all get together and do a group call where we all build the same Lego set. And I thought that was really odd. I thought that was, I thought that was a great idea. <laughs> it was a really cool idea, okay? And we, uh, I, I did a post on Patreon and I'm like, hey, do you guys wanna do this? And a lot of people said yes. I'm like, what set are we doing? And they, they gave me a bunch of different set ideas. And then we did a vote on which set we're gonna do. And then everyone voted. And then I chose the set that we're going to do because there was a tie. So I picked the one that was more readily available, which is the ice cream truck, the Lego City ice cream truck. I was looking for something that was like in the like $20 range, something that wasn't too excessive for people that needed to go out and buy it and to give them enough time to get it. And that was available everywhere. It was like $16 or whatever. So uh, I, had, I had way more people than I thought want to do this. Uh, so we're going to do a Google Meet one week from today, which will be one week from yesterday for you on... February 20th, where all of us are going to get together on a Google Meet, and we're all going to build a Lego set together and just kind of chill and hang out and stuff and get to know everybody, and I think it's going to be an awesome time. So I think this is going to be like a monthly thing, assuming it doesn't go terribly wrong, and I don't know how it's going to go when there's like 20 people there, if you're trying to all be in a call together and try to, you know, try to let everyone talk. I'm going to try to be as quiet as possible, because everybody here is enough from me. I want to hear from everybody. So I'm looking forward to that, and... I just thought that was a cool idea and I thought I'd share that. So I'll do another update next week because it'll be, actually I'll probably be recording this before it happens. It might be two weeks from now when you hear about it because I'll record this Saturday morning that'll happen Saturday afternoon. You know, time travel, it's tough. But I thought that was a great idea and I appreciate Jenny uh, for coming through with that. Speaking of cool people and me using the word cool, let's go on to the listener feedback of this week starting with a follow-up actually from the Brick Patch. He says, great episode as always, Greg. Really enjoyed it. I'd like to say thank you for featuring my comment in a previous episode. I got you. I asked you about YouTube and motivation. Oh, you you inspired a whole episode. He says, by reading out my comment and telling me to upload more, you really push me to make more videos. I'm currently uploading at around one video a week, and it fits well for me, and I enjoy doing something like that on the side. I'm thinking of making mock videos since most of my recent one uh, did well for my standards. Uh, I just want to say thank you for that. Have an awesome day. Dude, can I just say that I'm proud of you? I think that's great. Like, you asked me a question on podcast, we talked about it, maybe got you riled up a little bit, and you're like, I'm going to do this, and you're doing it. Being a doer is way more powerful than being a sayer. 
I just made that up. But I, I appreciate you reporting back. And if I ever give you any advice that actually pans out, please come back and tell me because it makes me like it's encouraging. If if I give you advice that goes terribly wrong, tell me that too because I think it'd be good to share that. But like, hey, remember when I told that guy to jump off the bridge? That was a terrible idea. He jumped. <laughs> Anyways, don't. I'm not laughing. My ribs hurt. Let's go on to the next one here from uh, Plizzy Games, who's looking for advice today. He says, hey, Greg. Actually, I'm going to skip this first part. This first part's about Lego. He wanted to know my thoughts on boot Lego, Lego, and uh, I'm fine with it. Do what makes you happy. That's the moral of the story. We're going to skip that whole part to get on to the more, the, the real stuff here, because this isn't a Lego podcast. He says, I would like to ask, I would like to talk about self-esteem. I'm in seventh grade and I'm not skinny. I'm always comparing my body style to others and thinking that I don't deserve it. I do not eat much, eat much eat much junk food or sit around all day. And then I watch a video on YouTube of someone eating a hundred cough cough chicken nuggets and not getting any weight. I get very frustrated sometimes because I do play sports and get ten thousand steps almost every day. Eat fairly healthy, but I don't know. Give me a give it a thought and give me some advice. Okay. First of all, your perspective on me is is absolutely wrong. I am right now. I am the fattest that I've been forever. Like I'm, I could probably lose about 20 pounds. It may not show like you might be looking at me like, Hi, oh, Greg, you, you're fine, dude. I, I'm probably 20 pounds over peak weight where I would want to be if I was going into a fight or something. So I don't think I'm necessarily the person to ask about healthy living diets, uh, exercise, because I'm failing at those things. I put a, I un, mistakenly, I put a low priority on my health and focus on my business and that's going to catch up. But I do, I do see that changing in the near future. And I, with one of the directions that I'm considering, which is why I included this, I, I do think that I'm going to take you guys on my journey with me of trying to get in better shape. I'm not trying to become a bodybuilder, a triathlete or whatever like that. I'm just going to try to do what I do, share that good or bad, embarrassing, whatever, and try to inspire other people to do the same. But dude, don't, don't get down on yourself. Like looking at other people and being like, oh man, that person is a, uh, is shredded and I'm not or whatever. You're in seventh grade. You got a lot of time to, to grow and to uh, your body's going to be way different when you're 18 and your body's going to be way different when you're 30. Your body's going to be different when you're 40. It, it's okay. It's not a big deal. Don't don't get too worked up about that. Just do what you're doing. Like you're doing more than I do. You're getting 10,000 steps every day, playing sports, eating healthy. Those are all things that I'm not doing. Uh, so I I definitely don't want to be the guy to give you any any advice coming from the guy that just ate. 47 chicken nuggets on a live stream. This is this is way outside my league. Uh, on our Discord, though, through Patreon, we have a fitness channel that I that I look at and I get jealous of, and I see people's meals and stuff, and it, it's inspiring me. And Mrs. Bricktech, she's already on the health scene and stuff, and I got to do something for Clark too, right? Like, I'm an example. If we're gonna if we're gonna order 60 chicken nuggets, or attempt to order 100 chicken nuggets from McDonald's, what kind of example is that setting for my son? You know, at six years old. I got to do something better. And I think it involves, I think for me, it involves just not buying the food. Like when I go to the grocery store, I get tempted, right? Like we all do. And it's like, okay, we got the produce. Now let's go and let's get some donuts or cake or, or cakes or whatever, or cookies. Let's go through the chip aisle. It's like Clark's favorite aisle. Like you can get whatever chips you want. You know, let's do all this. Let's get snacks. And it's just like, if I just limited myself, regardless of what I ate, I think if I limit myself to no calories through drinks, Eating only at predetermined meal times and at the table and not having any snacks, I think that would go a long way. And then just going for walks and taking Roxy Bear out with us, I think that would be a win for everybody. And I'd like to bring you along with me on that journey. And I think I will. But it's it's not right now. It's going to be in the near future. Again, I, I don't like being a sayer. I want to be a doer, and I'm going to be a doer with this. Uh, so I just wanted to throw that out there. So don't. I, I guess the moral of this story is, don't look at me like some type of person that knows everything or like I'm your hero or anything like that because I I don't know anything. I don't know anything. You're better off asking somebody that's really specializes in the thing that you're you're wondering about. But I do appreciate you uh, being interested in my opinion. So my advice to you, sir, Plizzy, is to just do you, do what you're doing, and don't worry about other people, man. Next comment here comes from, thank you for, for sharing that, though. Next comment comes from Els who's a repeat offender, always love hearing from her. She says, as a teacher, having to deliver online lessons, I found myself talking way too fast because I feel far more self-conscious, which is ridiculous, which is not pretty cool because I'm not like that in real life. 
in the real life classroom. But this video has inspired me to try to change that or to relax or pay you to deliver my lessons for me. Ha, you know, I wonder if they'd even notice I'd become an American bloke. Probably not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I would pay me to be your your fill-in teacher. That probably wouldn't go good. I'd be like, listen, students, this stuff means nothing. <laughs> no, I, I, that'd, be, that'd be bad. I, I don't necessarily agree with that, but I, you know my thoughts on schooling and stuff. We've talked about it. I'd be like, there's way more to school than being told what to do and when to do it. And I, I don't know. I'd be, I, I'd be a bad teacher. I often wonder how I would be like a kindergarten teacher because I love being around Clark, man. But I don't know what that'd be like if you multiplied it by 20 peeps. I'd probably go crazy. I, I would probably quit after the first day. But yeah, I agree. Like it, it's tough when you're on camera. I, it's taken me years and years to feel somewhat comfortable. I feel like I'm kind of at that point right now. Like I try not to think that there's a ton of people probably watching this. And I've said before, I'd be well, way more self-conscious if I was sitting here and there was 3,000 of you or whoever <laughs> sitting in this auditorium while I'm sitting here speaking, this would be impossible for me. But right now, we, we are separated and at least at least a little bit. And I feel like I'm just sitting here just vibing. And I, I feel comfortable doing that. But I am an introvert. I do get nervous around people. If I had to get in front of a, a bunch of school students, I'd be like, I'd be a wreck. I w I'd probably be throwing up. Uh, I wouldn't sleep that night. It'd be so bad. So I applaud you for me doing what you're doing. But yeah, just just slow it down, Alice. It's not a big deal. Although with kids, you really gotta you gotta keep it going. So I find the balance point there, I guess, which is all the things that we struggle with in this world. Thank you for the comment. I hope to hear from you this coming week as well. Next one comes from Brickanix. Brickanix. He says, I relate so much to Lego being the tool for making videos. I talked about last week about how my purpose isn't making Lego videos. My purpose is sharing our journey in Lego collecting and how I use that as a tool for telling a story or it's the thing that binds us because you would have never found me if we weren't talking about Lego. It's the Lego that you, you come in for, but ideally I hope you stay for like what this channel isn't and that's not a review channel or a Lego news channel. It's like Greg and Clark doing cool stuff and having fun and sharing an experience together. Whether that's about Lego or whatever it's about, that's what I hope to hope that you find from this. And the same thing for this podcast. Maybe it was a initially thought of to be a Lego podcast and maybe each week there is a little bit of Lego that's in there somewhere and that's like the, the glue that holds everything together that this really is it's just a glue it's not what this is comprised of you know anyways let's go on with his his comment here it says I've had several channels and topics most around sales and marketing tips however Lego so far has been the most enjoyable for many reasons there's no shortage of content it's not all talking head. You can do vlogs, reviews, mocks, hauls, updates, tips, etc. So I'm with you in there uh, in sharing the passion for making videos and Lego being such a great topic to center that passion around because it is a fun and entertaining hobby. Plus my son loves it too. It sounds like we're kind of like in the same boat here. I feel the like same exact way you do. I like the variety. I like today I can do a Lego review. Tomorrow I can make a mock. Next day I can do a news video. But again, it's I look at it as the medium from which I, I'm enjoying myself. And as long as I love building Lego and collecting it and sharing that, I can, I, this is, this is my life and I love doing it. And especially if Clark's involved, because that for me takes the next level, which is, I think what you're, what you're saying at the end there. So I appreciate your comment there. And I, I feel like we are, uh, we're kindred spirits here. Just like I find a lot of times on these missing pieces episodes. Next one comes from shadow tech. I like that name. He says, I'm an electrician by trade and we have these timetables set from an office person who has no idea how long things take. So if, I, so if I'm late, I had no idea and I usually take the blame and someone yelling at me. We do what we can, but if you're not the first stop of the day, sometimes it's a struggle. And this, I love this comment because last week we were talking about thinking about how others feel and like what their life consists of. And when someone, for example, arrives late to your house that was supposed to be there at 8.30, and they get there at 9.15 and you ream them out, you don't know what that person's life is like. You don't know what the scheduling was like. You don't know that he was in a car accident that morning. You don't know that he slipped on the ice or whatever, you know, whatever happened. Be careful about who you attack because this poor guy, he's taking the abuse for people that he has no control over. That being said, you did say, if you're not the first stop of the day, what if you are the first stop of the day and you talk directly to the guy that set up the appointment for him to be there at that time? To me, that's a little unacceptable. Like if it was just you and you're like, hey man, I'll be there tomorrow at 8.30. Outside of something happening and you calling to apologize while you're late, there shouldn't be that problem. That being said, like if 
if you're set for one o'clock and say your morning job goes horribly wrong, like you pull something off and like where you thought there was electricity, there's none and you have to chase all the wires and stuff. I can totally understand that. But I think a phone call can make all the difference. You just call and you're like, hey, I, I said I was gonna be there. And maybe you don't have the luxury or time to do this. Maybe your office person should do this. I don't have the luxury of being there at one because something went horribly wrong, but I'll certainly be there by two o'clock. You have my word. Deal. And if that's a problem, you can reschedule it. No problem. It's lack of communication where that's the failure here. And the reason that you're getting yelled at by a customer is because no one communicated to them why you were late. That's the failure. And that's on you, whether it's you or the office person. That's on somebody at your job. Or you could be like the phone company that Brickstar talks about here. Phone, comp phone company is very prompt. They say they'll be there between 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. in the next seven days, and they usually make it. If not, they'll call you and say they had no access. Ooh, yeah, like the cable company. We'll be there between eight and noon on Tuesday. And you're like, oh my God, it's like, a, it's a whole range. But again, it's like those things. You don't know what your day, what your day holds and stuff. But how about a phone call? Give me a call like, hey, it's gonna be next seven days. Give me a call on Wednesday if you think it's gonna be Wednesday and just let me know you're gonna be there that day. At least you can narrow it down. But dang, that's tough. Thanks, Brookstar, for the comment though. Next one comes from Mediocris, repeat offender as well. It says, I'm so glad you brought up the snow shoveling incident. If you don't know what I'm talking about, that's basically what it is. It's like these people got into an altercation about snow shoveling and uh, they were really going at this dude. Dude obviously was mentally unhinged or just had enough of it, went into his house, got a gun, and uh, you can probably predict what happened there. But the moral of the story was, you don't know what someone's life is like right now. You don't know what they're going through. Don't push somebody. Don't prod them and don't go after them when, without knowing everyone's story. Don't road rage on somebody. You hear these stories about people that freaking, you know, you give somebody the middle finger, beep at them or whatever. They come over at like the next intersection, pull you out of your car and beat you to death. Like just settle down. And I think this is, uh, this is kind of what we're going to be talking about in the next two comments. But Mediocre says, I'm so glad you brought up the snow shoveling incident as graphic as it is. When I saw the incident a few days ago, I straight up changed my view on interactions with people. Not that I have many human interactions right now. You uh, literally have no idea what you're dealing with. Cut me off on the road? I'll give you the no problem wave and carry on. Did I bump into you? My bad. Do I think you're as dumb as they come? Yep. But I'll keep that to myself. Control your ego. Suck in your manly pride because sometimes you only get one chance to do so. I agree. This is what a lot of arguments come down to is your ego. You want to be the guy that wins the fight. You want to have the last word. And if you were just, if you just sucked it up and were like, okay, I'm, I'm done. Even though you feel like you're taking a loss and that hurts you because you want to win it. A lot of good can come of that. Right. Uh, and also just maybe apologizing later. If you do feel yourself getting out of hand, I think is a big help. Uh, he has a win of the week here as well. He says, I'm finally finishing stocking up on glass display cabinet. I picked up secondhand to display my Lego collection. I definitely recommend anyone buying anything. Check lo local listings, buying used, save me huge bucks, and he's not gonna have dust anymore. So not only is he trying to be a nice guy, he's also saving his Lego set from the uh, drama having dust all over it. Congratulations, my friend. Thank you for the comment. Thank you for being a repeat offender. Next one is from Yan, Yan Markham. He says, on kindness, he has a couple things here. I, I love this comment because it's it's a long one. That's what I like the best. Don't you don't you ever apologize about having too long of a comment. I see it every week. Sorry for the long comment. Sorry for the paragraph. No, longer the better. He says on kindness. One of my goals for 2020 was to leave no negative reviews for people online, mostly eBay, but really anywhere online. In each case that someone provided poor service or sent me something not as described, I reached out with a pleasant message explaining why I was dissatisfied, letting them know that I don't write negative reviews regardless of the outcome, and I would like to see if we can find a way to make it right. Every time I ended up turning a negative experience into a positive one. I also accepted returns from people I sold stuff to, even when I didn't need to or it cost me a little bit of time or money. I always ask myself, how would I feel if I was in their shoes and ordered something I didn't want, purchased a gift for someone that they already had gotten, or whatever the case was, case may be. I always felt good about myself and my choice when I knew I had a positive impact, even when only a small impact on someone else. I reminded myself that they could be down their luck and needed that money back. Good point. Treat others the way you want to be treated. He also goes on to say, I had one lady reach out to me on BrickLink to ask if I would combine two purchases to make a lower amount. She said her son really wanted the sets, but she only had so much in her budget. I was going to do the deal, but found a better price for her on eBay, and I sent her a link for the listing, telling her that I'd sell her sets if she missed out on the eBay deal. She got the set on eBay, and it made me satisfied to have got out of my way to help someone, even at the sacrifice to yourself or your finances. 
One last thought. When dealing with others who were less than nice, my mother always told me, kill them with kindness. It's great advice and I've not always followed, but I try to do my best. It's fantastic. I think really what you're, what you're going for here, without maybe even knowing it, is I think you're building your karma up. When you do good things for other people and you have that mindset, I feel like you hold yourself a little differently. And then somewhere, somewhere along the line, someone's going to do something good for you. And it's just going to come back around because, you know, you've seen like, you know what miserable people are like. Miserable things happen to miserable people. Like their bar doesn't get done right. They go down a hill and hit their ribs off a fence. Like miserable people are condemned to have setbacks. I hope not. I hope, <laughs> oh, I hope I'm not a miserable person. I feel like I'm generally fairly positive and pretty happy. Uh, but I, I feel like Bad things tend to happen to bad people. And when you're a good person, especially with not necessarily just strangers, but people that are in your life, that it comes back around. You attract good people. That's how I feel about channels on YouTube as I take everything back to YouTube. When you create a channel where you're a good person and you're like showing you just being like being who you are and not causing drama and not doing the negativity stuff. I think you attract those type of people to you and you have a, you have a good community because of it. You're getting into that. You're getting into that, the dark side of things where you're, you're being nasty and stirring the pot and doing that kind of stuff. Then you attract the people that like that kind of stuff. And they're not the type of people you want to necessarily associate with. So maybe karma exists. Maybe it doesn't, but it does feel like it feels like if you're good, good things happen. If you're bad, bad things happen. Just like when you're running late in the morning and it's like, Oh man, I'm running late. You hit every red light. When you think when you're feeling good and everything's good, maybe you're hitting the red lights, but you just don't notice it as much, right? Something to think about. We're getting way too deep here. I don't I don't know like even what this is anymore, but I love these this feedback. Thank you for that. He does have a couple other things here, or one la two last things. He says Brick Tech branching out because of your genuineness. I'd stick with you and Clark Man and support any of the content you create. <laughs> Live your best life. I'll be there to root for your success. Others who read this will feel the same way. A thumbs up or quick comment goes a long way in supporting your favorite YouTubers. I like this guy. I like him a lot. He says, win of the week. Organizing my various collections and taking inventory of the stuff I've collected over the years. I've now set a goal of getting rid of the stuff I really do not want while making a list of things I missed out on that I wish to finally get. A portion of the funds I raise from selling the collectibles I no longer want will go towards obtaining things I missed out on. Thanks for the fun and inspiring content. Dude, this guy is amazing. He needs to start a podcast. What was his name again? Let me. It was Van Markham or Yan Markham. I'm sorry. You need to create a podcast show in your situation and talking about this. I feel like I feel like this is a guy that I I could vibe with and like we're I, I say that about a lot of people. I just I don't know. I, I you guys are awesome. I mean that in like a sincere way. It's just like I don't know. I like everything about this guy's comment. Maybe it's a girl. I don't know. Yan. I like everything about it. I just feel like I feel like you're a good person and I want to surround myself with somebody like you. We can do good things for each other, hopefully. Uh, let's go down next to, uh, thank you for the comment though. I appreciate that. I appreciate everybody at comments. I can't share everything, unfortunately, uh, but I try to pick out things that I think you guys would resonate with and maybe has like a message or, or something. Uh, when's the week starting with Tracy? I really love this one. Tracy says, thank you for being so open this week. Always. Maybe too open occasionally. My one of the week was something I didn't realize I was struggling with. My boyfriend wanted to take me to an Indian dress shop and buy me a beautiful dress. I brushed it off and said, I don't really need something fancy. So he could spend a few bucks on other things and I would be super happy. But then I thought about it after our conversation and realized how gracious and selfish I had been. It was hard for me to have people spend money on me and even harder to let them spoil me. I grew up super aware of how little my family had and I always tried to cost them as little as possible. Then when I was married, I used to be, uh, I was used to being the one to do all the giving and we wouldn't have much either. So money was better invested in an experience like a date rather than a present. I'm now realizing that when I don't accept generosity, I'm tainting what the person I care about is trying to do. I'm begrudging them the opportunity to be kind uh, to someone else and show their love in the way they choose. So last night I confided all this to my boyfriend and told him I wanted to give, I wanted him to give me the gift he chose. We went to the dress store and a sweet woman helped me pick the second most expensive piece of clothing that I've ever owned next to the wedding dress for my marriage many years ago, which my mother made by hand. It was a big step for me. I realize many people here spend more money on Lego sets than the $135 outfit cost, but accepting a generous gift from someone who cares about me was my win of the week. I love that story. So well written too. And I think this, I think this has a message to a lot of people out there. I think a lot of us, when people pay you a compliment or try to be 
generous to you. And I found myself getting into this too. I, that's why I think I resonate with this. And I, I'm thinking you you might. It's it's easy to brush that off. Like, oh, dude, like great job or like that looks good or whatever. And you're like, no, nah, well, I, I could do better. That's always my response too. When someone pays a compliment, I'm always like, I brush it off. And it is, it is somewhat rude because that person is paying you a compliment. And I think the right thing to do in those situations is, is to accept it just in the way you should have accepted this gift and be like, well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. That's all you have to say. I think it comes down to being like uncomfortable with accepting things. I remember when I, when I first started live streaming, this is something I had to get over when people would send super chats or donations. I always felt like really like, like that wasn't like right. I mean, it was always much appreciated because that's, you know, that's awesome. I always look at that like uh, as like a, a sign of appreciation. We always talk about money being a certificate of appreciation. And people that have a lot of money tend to have a lot of appreciation, at least in some cases, or you inherited it all, possibly. But when someone donates, like, I, I would be like, no, no, don't donate. Don't do that. But it's like they want to. And like th that makes them feel good to, to contribute or to support you. And I'm like, you got to you got to accept it and you just, just say, thank you. That's all you really need to say. But I get what you're saying. Like sometimes it, especially when you don't have a lot of funds or you're saving for something or trying to get out of debt. I've been in all these situations. It's easy to be like, well, let's, let's not do something special. Let's take that money and let's, let's put that towards something, or maybe we can do this. And you, you take that experience away. Maybe that was, that wasn't just a gift to you, that dress. That was a gift to your husband as well. Like you guys are experiencing this together. It made him happy to see you happy. It made you happy. It's like a win, 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 win. And like, it sucks if you were to, to take that away from everybody. So I think you made the right decision. I hope you enjoy your dress. And I love hearing from you, Tracy. Thank you so much for, uh, for commenting that wonderful comment in the win of the week. Next one here. We've got a couple more wins of the week. This next one comes from Landino. He says, that sucks about all the delays, my guy. He's talking about last week's episode. My one of the week was hanging out with my friends. I haven't seen them since since December, so it was good to hang out with them again. I also got Call of Duty Warzone and up being pretty good at it. How'd you pull that off? Uh, since watching, since you're watching the MCU, I recommend the DCEU movies for you guys to watch after you finish the MCU. I think it might be an unpopular opinion, but I really enjoyed those movies. We watched some of them. I feel like Marvel definitely has DC beat. Sorry, guys. Everyone just unsubscribed. But... Uh, on a side note, congrats on hanging out with your friends. Congrats on being good at Warzone. I'm terrible at it. I'd like to practice that and become better. It's a fun, I love watching it. I love watching people play Warzone. I just wish I had the skills to pay the bills, as they say. Um, but it sounds like you had a pretty nice week, and I'm proud of you, man. Good job. Thank you for the recommendation. Next one comes from my buddy Papa Bear, who's a Patreon detector. His one of the week is he was able to pick up his Zero DSR Black Force full electric motorcycle. Very excited to ride to work and take it off-road. Dude, I, I saw his photos of it, and I'm just like, that is really cool. It's like a dual sport, and it's got like the things on the back where you can store things. The things with the things and the things. I know nothing about motorcycles. But he has solar panels on his house, and he uses those panels to not only power his house, but to charge his motorcycle, which he then rides to work and then rides home. So he's essentially going for free. And you have that initial upfront investment, but after a while, these things work their way out, and it's like free energy. So I think that was really cool. <laughs> Thanks, Papa Bear, for sharing it. I got to stop. You can already tell that I thought it was really cool. The struggle is real, my friends. A couple more here. We got Red Ninja Red. He says, hey, Greg, my one of the week was my birthday on Sunday and getting to see two friends I haven't seen in person in eight months. We chatted and watched Super Bowl. Sadly, the worst team came out on top. Sorry for Missouri, so Chiefs fan. I get it, man. I'm glad you guys got together, saw each other. Hopefully you didn't get the COVIDs and stuff, which is probably why you didn't see each other. Uh, but that's a good win. Other than your team losing, that's not a win. That's like a loss of the week. But, you know, things balance out. Friendship is way more important than what happened in a sports game last week. That won't matter next year when someone else wins. Next and last one comes from Eli. Eli says, hi, Greg. Longtime listener. First time commenter. Thank you for finally taking the time to leave a comment. First time commenter. I thought I'd share my win of the week. It's a rather bittersweet one. I sold my entire Lego collection so I can buy a ring to propose to my girlfriend. That's how you know you've met the right woman, I suppose, when you're willing to give up the Lego for her. We'll see if next week's win is her saying yes. I hope you and Clarkman have a glorious week. Oh my God, I love it, dude. I love that. Well, I'm sad that you had to sell your Lego collection. Just know that Lego can be replaced. Finding the right girl and locking her down 
It's not nearly as easy. You can't just go on eBay and find one of those. I mean, you probably could if you went on to like the Russian eBay site, you could, you could probably find like a wife on there. But I think you made the right decision. I think she's gonna be stoked about her ring. And I think she's gonna say yes, not knowing anything. I'm just feeling it right now. I better hear from you this next week. I wanna follow up next week's episode with you saying, hey Greg, it's Eli again. Me and the missus are getting married or the, this future missus are getting married on whatever date. She said yes. Uh, and I'm in the process of replacing the Lego collection that I love. You got lots of time to do that. Like, enjoy this. Oh my gosh. That gets me excited, guys. I hope it gets you excited too. You got a, you got a week ahead of you here. What are we going to do this week? What are we going to do to make this week awesome? I know what I'm going to do. I'm not going to ride down a hill on a sled this week. Not doing it. I'm going to get my bar attack finished. Going to do that. I'm going to try to have the best week that I can. I'm going to try to be positive. We're going to try not to, to degrade other people. We're going to put our best foot forward, put the, put the brightness out there and the brightness will return to you. At least that's, that's what's in my mind. Some things are always going to pop up. We have setbacks every week, but can you step over those setbacks and make a little bit of progress forward? Every little bit helps. And I believe in you. I believe in everybody. If you're, if you're here with me now, we're in a little bit of a club. We're in a club together where we somehow sat through me talking for, oh my gosh, this is the longest episode yet. Of me just talking about random stuff. And I hope during this episode, I hope you got something out of this, whether it was entertainment, encouragement, information, insight, whatever it was, I hope you, I hope you enjoyed listening. And I, I thoroughly appreciate you being here with me every week. I know a lot of you guys, like these comments I read, these are from repeat offenders and I love having this community here. And I, I just, I don't take this for granted. So on that guys, if you want to support this podcast, a couple things you can do. The number one thing that I would really appreciate is if you left some listener feedback for next week, it doesn't have to be about something I talked about. Could be about something that you'd like to bring up, some advice that you need, maybe. Tell me that you got you're getting married. That would be fantastic. Uh, but uh, that would be wonderful. If you want to leave a review anywhere that you're listening to this, that would be great too. If you want to support us on Patreon, that's very helpful. Again, we're doing a lot of cool stuff over there. And oh, I said cool again. Uh, we're doing a lot of interesting things there, and I love the community there. It's like it's basically if you were to condense missing pieces down into just like this this super focused group that are just amazing peeps that's what patreon is and i would love it if you if you came over there to uh to not only support us but become a part of the community you can do it for as, as little as five dollars a month get you access to a bunch of live streams and our, our things that we do there and also our discord which is probably my favorite part of it um and other than that i guess all i can really ask of you is just to have an amazing week enjoy next week's episode which will be back here at sunday at noon eastern and i guess on that we'll find you in the next missing pieces